Thank you for listening to this MW Network and Emadon production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, TheMommyWines.com, and wherever else you get your favorite podcasts. For exclusive content and early access, make sure to tune in on Patreon. Do you love supporting the show? Head over and check out the MWP merch store on teespring.com. New designs and products have been released and more are coming soon. This week's show is brought to you by Anchor, my podcast platform and the best way to record, edit, and upload your podcast all in one place. One Hope. One Hope wines are thoughtfully created by the most acclaimed winemakers rooted with purpose right in the heart of Napa Valley, California. One Hope puts your wine to work by donating over $5 million and counting to causes all around the world. Shop One Hope Wines today and feel good with each sip at onehopewine.com backslash my shop backslash mommy wines. Zaya Active. Need premium quality active and loungewear but hate the price tag on top designer and retail brands? Shop myzaya.com backslash emadon for men's, women's, and youth styles today. New Zaya Active items are released every Wednesday along with new Mommy Wines episodes. So make sure you're following along on IG for new items showcased every week in my stories. The Fetching Barker. The Fetching Barker is mine and Milo's online, eco-friendly, naturally focused dog supply shop with everything you need from fetching accessories to daily doggy essentials. Shop thefetchingbarker.com and use code Zeppelin15 to save a checkout. Thrive Market. Thrive Market is the easiest way to make healthy, sustainable choices in your home and life. Thrive Market believes everyone should have access to healthy products, reliable information, and affordable prices. Check the show notes below for 25% off your order. EDJ Consulting Group. If you didn't know, podcasting isn't my full-time gig just yet. By day, I am a business financial consultant specializing in small to medium-sized business bookkeeping, tax prep, and payroll. This is what has allowed me to not have to choose between my son or a job. If you're interested in learning how you can become a home bookkeeper, check out my Home Bookkeeper Masterclass. You can find more info at edjconsultinggroup.com. Now let's get into today's episode. So what are you doing on this fine Sunday? Because it is a fun a Sunday a sun- as we're recording this. Um, what am I got? So my my daughters are lucky enough that they're both um, ten and twelve, and they're big into dance. And so my youngest has like a little dance convention today, but it's not like anything what it typically would be. It's actually outside, and we're in Michigan, and it's like freezing today. It's rainy and it's like forty five oh. degrees. So. <laughs> Oh my God. I wish I'm from Ohio. So we're rivals by, by hometowns, um, or home States, but I'm out in Nevada now and it is doing this thing that Ohio does for like a week where it'll be like cool in the morning and then fall in the afternoon. Um, but like, it's on like Nevada, what, like it's like extreme. So it's like 60 or like 40, 50, 60 in the morning, and then it's 90 in the afternoon. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, so it's like 
40 degree swing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything is so dramatic out west. It's like, take a chill pill, people. Like, calm, calm down. <laughs> right. And you, the Midwest is, like, so boring. It's like, okay, where's my beer and cheese? <laughs> <laughs> I love Pretty that, much. though. I miss it, like, every day. Ah, but it's nice because there's uh, no humidity and I don't have allergies. So those are two problems I had in Ohio that I don't have anymore. So there's something to be grateful yeah. for every day. Yeah, I tell you, I mean, like, it's bad here. I mean, you know, growing up in Ohio, winters are really bad in the Midwest. And it's like we I, I feel like everyone goes through some sort of like seasonal affective disorder here. And oh, you yeah. just get, you know what I mean? Like you can't being outside is so important and it just kind of like breaks up your day. And, um, and, and with this whole quarantine thing, like even my own mood got better, like as I was able to go outside and like do stuff. And now that I see like winter looming on the horizon, I'm just like, Oh my God, like we're all going to lose it. <laughs> Seriously. Like pray for us. Cause it is just like, <laughs> like you can't even leave your house. It's so bad. Oh, I will pray for you and maybe I will go outside today because I love winter. I am one of those crazy people who just like thrives in boots and sweaters and looking out the window at snow. I love a blizzard. If it could blizzard every day when I wake up and then stop snowing in the afternoon, I would live that like on repeat. So last year, like I'm not even joking. Like last year we got a blizzard. I think we had like six inches of snow, maybe like the first weekend or first week of November or something. It was really early last year to the point that like the kids were out of school and I was like, what is going on? Like, <laughs> it was crazy. The holidays are fast approaching and you know what that means? That's right. It's gifting season. Luckily, Zaya Active has everything you're looking for when it comes to premium, affordable, active and loungewear for the whole family. Head over to myzaya.com backslash Emma Dawn to start checking off your Christmas list from the comforts of home. With the extremely popular women's leggings to the stunning men's collection and ever-growing youth styles, you're bound to find something for everyone. Once again, that's myzaya.com backslash Emma Dawn. Yeah, it was, it was really early. Like, I want to say it was the week after Halloween. Oh my God. Yeah. It, it was so early to the point like everybody was freaking out. Like, I mean, we're used to snow here. Like we pretty much have snow on the ground from like, you know, end of December through a lot of times, like all the way through March. Um, yeah. It was really early last year. See, I would have loved that, but it can be... I don't know. You have to tell me. Give me a little bit of insight. I'm so glad your daughter is still having dance because I feel like Corona is just like ruining childhoods. It it is like unbelievable. So they started the school year um, remotely and they just announced that they're going to go back to like a hybrid model. So they're both going to go back two days a week. And I really, like, when I take my daughter to school next week, I'm probably going to cry. Like, I'm just so thankful that they get to have, like, even a sliver. I mean, it's I know it's going to be totally different. Like, it's going to be not the typical school experience. But, like, just to socialize with people again and see adults that aren't, you know, 
their parents. Um, right. I feel like it's important. And so, so yeah, so they've had that. They've had dance pretty much all through quarantine. Like it, it was pretty strict the first, like first couple of months they weren't doing anything. And then they started doing outdoor classes and which is funny. Cause it's like one of the benefits to me of being a dance mom is that I do like to be outside, but I don't like to be outside when it's like crappy weather. So, <laughs> right. I'm like shuttling them to and from dance classes in the rain and they're like dancing under tents is funny to me because I'm like this isn't what I signed up for like I signed up for like a cushy chair chair in the auditorium and (laughs) yeah so anyways but I'm always so excited to have guests on that have girls especially kids that are older than Milo just because it gives me like a little insight of what life is like with like older kids or teens yes Um, And then I only have one boy and he's four. Um, So like anytime I have a guest on that has girls, I'm like, oh, tell me all the things. Like, what are your favorite things about a girl mom? (laughs) It's funny. There's, there's so much. Um, So I, I like, I grew up two brothers and I had always wished I had a sister. Um, And so the fact that they have each other is like, it's sweet to see. They really do get along pretty well. Um. And like I, I like when I had my first ultrasound I'm not gonna lie I was like I I love boys too I mean I I don't have a ton of like interaction with them just because we have the two girls and they tend to like we have this really strange setup where <clears throat> a lot of our friends have two girls too that are like the exact same age and it's oh, just weird easy. yeah it's easy and it's convenient and it works so honestly like even the little neighborhood boys and stuff I don't see them a whole ton um but I was like when I first found out what I was having for my first pregnancy I was like praying for a girl just because I grew up with like (laughs) farting and you know all this all of the boy things and and I was just like oh god can someone can I please just get a break like can I please (laughs) you know and oh I got a break oh yeah I mean it's like (laughs) it's funny because people will say maybe to some extent it's true in the younger years um but I'm like older when they're getting into social media and just, you know, dealing with social service and, you know, I'm already getting to that age where we've got like friend drama going on. And, um, I, I always tell like parents of kids, um, that are younger than mine, just to like find reasons to enjoy the season you're in because it, it's never easier. Like you think, Oh, if they could just, you know, if they were just potty trained or if they would just sleep through the night or, you know, if they could just do this without my assistance. And it's like, you get to that part where parenting isn't um, like as physically demanding anymore. Like you're not, <laughs> and that's all fine and good, but it's just more at this point for me, it's more emotionally demanding, if that makes sense. Oh, I bet. I have some friends that have girls and they were just spoiled in the early ages, but now that they're getting older, cause I'm the like last one out of all of my friends to have kids. So Milo is so young compared to all of my friends back home in like the ages of their children. Yeah. So they're all like tweens going into like kind of middle school ages. Um, a couple of my friends are older um, women just, I don't know why, but I'm like always the youngest. I'm always yeah. the last to do everything. <laughs> So, like, I even have some friends that have kids that are, like, now in high school. Yeah. And the boys, raising boys, you might 
have to spend a lot more time outside. You might have to clean your house more. You might have more bruises. But I feel like the girls, and I remember being a girl in high school and middle school, it is just so much more emotional. Yes. Like, raising Milo, I feel like, is like a physical strain on my body. Right. <laughs> like, yes. Like he's climbing all over me, kicking me. And he's a boy, so he's always dirty. I've just decided to give up and just, like, hose him down every couple days. Yep. But, <laughs> but like, right now, especially raising kids in, like, this whole social media world, I, uh, like, uh, I'm it's interested so to hear your thoughts. Obviously, like, I'm on social media a lot, with, especially with my account. And so... I do like enforce limits. Like I'll do break days where I'm like, okay, we're not doing any screen time. And they'll call me out on it. They're like, Hey mom, you said no screen time and you're on your phone. (laughs) Um, And you know, so, but with the pandemic, I was a little bit more lax with them with social media. Um, They don't have Instagram accounts, but they're on like group chats and things of that sort. And, um, and I was thankful to a point just because it did give them some access to their friends. But at the same time, it would like shoot me in the foot because sometimes I'd be like, okay, like you can't see your friends. And they'd be like, well, so-and-so and so-and-so are hanging out together. And I saw a picture of it. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Oh, you know, so it would kind of be like, oh, well, you know, I was like, okay, it's all right if you want to be on social media. And then I was like, well, maybe you can't even do that right now. And it's, you know what I mean? It's just explaining those things, it's hard as an adult when, yeah. you know, when you don't get the invitation and um, when you feel left out and you see that in your face, you know, you kind of develop a thicker skin as an adult when you're on social media. Um, but when you're, when you're that young, it's just so much more like real and raw and they don't have, you know, other life experiences to compare it to. And it's like the big thing that like rocks their world. And so it's hard. Over here at Mommy Wines, we love wine. And there's absolutely nothing better than cheersing your way through the holidays. One Hope is an affordable boutique wine company coming to you directly from Napa Valley, California that gives back by supporting nonprofits. They have a bubbly brute sparkling wine that supports end childhood hunger. One in five children do not know where their next meal is coming from, but thanks to the charitable wine lovers like yourself, One Hope has been able to provide over two million 758,428 meals to help feed hungry children. Or there's my new favorite, a red, believe it or not, a Pinot Noir that has helped over 65,267 and counting pets find forever homes. This season, give the gift of One Hope wine and feel good that by shopping One Hope, you're helping the world become a better place. Being charitable this holiday season has never been easier with One Hope's gift boxes. Make sure to check out onehopewine.com backslash my shop backslash mommy wines. Once again, that's onehopewine.com backslash my shop backslash mommy wines. Also, the link is in the show notes below. I can only imagine... It was crazy. I was talking to Meredith. She has the account style with a sip and Mm -hmm. she is going back to get her bachelor's degree, I want to say. And her entire class in one of her, in, in one of her college classes, 
they were like advised to do a group Snapchat. Oh wow! So like they're in this group Snapchat, and I don't Snapchat. I don't. The only thing I know about Snapchat is if you want to send nudes, that's where you do it. You (laughs) do it on Snapchat. Um, (laughs) So I don't have Snapchat because I'm not sending nudes to anybody. Um, And when she was talking about it on her Instagram stories, because she's a little bit older. Um, and so everybody in her class is in their early twenties Yeah, and I am like, she was talking about like the language and like the little slang words and I guess like calling them slang words isn't even right anymore. I don't know. Yeah. But she was just talking about it in her Instagram stories. And I was like, I can't believe maybe it's like a sociology class or something. I have no idea. I'll have to ask her, but I've been fascinated every time she updates her Instagram stories talking about this snapchat class group thingy and i'm like what is going on like do i need to be more into social media than i am because i am like not that hip or like do i need to back away (laughs) i don't know what to do it's crazy and i can't um i was on tiktok for like a hot second just to check it out and it it was pretty entertaining like it was funny um, and TikTok's one of those things too, where like, if you, if you like the same thing over and over again, that's what it'll show you. And so like, I know there's like, oh, okay. there's also like really funny stuff and there's like, like I would get really good recipes. I actually got, um, so in the middle of quarantine, I ended up cutting my own hair and <gasps> from a TikTok to like a little 15 second thing, this girl was like, this is Shut how you cut and it turned out like awful. And I was like, well, so I went to my hairdresser and I was like, you're so I literally like, I cut my own hair based on what I saw on TikTok. And she, we were both laughing at like the hilarity of it. I'm like, I'm an idiot. I know. Um, but there's like, hopefully you documented that and I can go back and watch it in your highlights. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I saved it in my highlights, but I definitely threw it on there. And it was just like, what was I thinking? Like it, it was like the ponytail method where you, um, you put your hair on top of your head in a ponytail and then you like trim off the end and then you kind of cut into the hair, which is where like I went wrong because I ended up with really aggressive layers around my face and I, I <laughs> cut that much hair. I was like, what happened? Like I, 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 I seriously made like three cuts and it ended up like all layered and stuff in the front. And I was like, oh, geez. So yeah, lesson learned. Like it's maybe it's not the best idea to be on all social media apps. <laughs> I always tell people too, like, um, I'm on, I'm on Pinterest and even Pinterest. I have a hard time with sometimes like creating pins. And I went through one day and I had saved this recipe for like, I don't know what it was like some beef sirloin tips or something stupid. And I, I went through my old messages and sent the recipe to like all of these fashion bloggers that I follow. I, I was like, I tend to like butt dial people and I was like, butt sending recipes. I don't even know. <laughs> but yes, I don't even know how I did it. But I just laughed at myself because I'm like, oh, this is what happens when I'm on like too many apps and I don't know what I'm doing. Have you been looking for the right opportunity to finally leave behind your daunting nine to five and live that laptop lifestyle you've been dreaming of? Maybe you have daydreams of living a life of financial freedom and time flexibility and a picture in your head laying on a beach somewhere, completely stress-free. 
though that would be nice <laughs> in the total possibility, what I have for you is just a simple work from home opportunity. No, this isn't a get rich quick scheme or another MLM. What I'm talking about here is bookkeeping. Yes, that's right, bookkeeping. Bookkeeping is how I am able to live my life without choosing between a career and my son. How we were financially unaffected by the pandemic shutdown and how I am my own boss living and working around a schedule that's best for my family, not someone else or office hours. Bookkeeping is one of the oldest administrative positions around making this not only a common and respected career choice, but with today's technology and cloud-based programs, a position that is in demand and able to be done from anywhere. Bookkeeping is perfect for parents who want or need to work from home, military spouses, college students, retirees, and frequent travelers. Basically, anybody who wishes to leave the chains of the cubicle behind. For more information and to enroll today, visit edjconsultinggroup.com backslash resources. I'm only pretty much on Instagram and Pinterest. And I like, I must not be even doing those right. Because <laughs> those are the only two I have. Because my whole mindset on it is I would rather be the master of one than like dipping my toe in all, you know? Yeah. And I just like, I don't know. I've never been much of like a social media person. It's kind of why I like having these podcasts. Yeah, it's really Because cool. I can sit there. I can talk to the people I want to talk to. <laughs> like, we can share ideas and, you know, get different perspectives and have, you know, whatever kind of conversations we want to have. And then after it's, it's done. Yeah. And that's it. Cool. <laughs> but like, oh man, I don't know. My Instagram has actually been growing and I'm rebranding the Mommy Wines podcast Instagram. Okay. Which to me saying that sounds crazy. It's hard. Like rebranding a social media page. Like, yeah, it's hard. I, I'm like, I, I just, I feel like it's too serious of a statement for a social media, but um, we're just doing more like um, I'm getting a new logo because oh, I cool. my dog is just going crazy. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you can hear no, her I in can't. the background. Okay, good. She's playing with a margarita squeak toy. My son and I opened a, a e-commerce pet supply store oh, cool. called the Fetching Barker during quarantine. Um, so she's playing with a plush margarita oh, right now. I love it. <laughs> but it's five um, o'clock somewhere, right? <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, there's all kinds of wine and margarita and just like cute dog toys, and it's fun time. He likes picking them out and, and throwing them at the dog. We'll order some, like just like a uh, testers or whatever. To see if Zeppelin likes it. And if Zeppelin likes it, then I'll put it on the store. So he'll be like, oh, we got new toys. We've got new toys. And he'll like throw them down. He's like a reviewer for you. Yeah, like a little doggy review. (laughs) And she's had this margarita. It was like the first thing we put on the store. Um, Because I was like, my my golden doodle playing with a, like, she like sits there and she holds it with her paws and like chews on the, the tie or the tag. 
and she like isn't rough with it at all but the way she holds it is the cutest freaking thing because it's like she's holding a margarita oh that's so cute <laughs> and it's oh there's so many pictures um that i've taken of her with this stupid toy but it was like the first thing we put on our store and she's playing with it in the background so hopefully it doesn't get too crazy so funny but but yeah i've taken my podcast solo i used to have a co-host um but since covid i've been able to do these remote recordings so now that i'm doing the show solo and just having guests on um i've decided to kind of brand it more towards my style yeah. So we're getting like a new logo and we're rebranding the Instagram page. I'm doing um, like live video IGTV episodes. Yeah, I saw that. So it's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. I saw you on there with with the sales director for One Hope, which I might take a bottle of their wine up to the canyon today. That's a good plan. I mean, it's funny. Like when I first started this, I really had no no idea how much work really went into um instagram and it, it, there's a actually with like you know there's igt i feel like once i get the hang of it, it and like hashtags and everything and like you know insights and engagement and all that it changed it is like a science it is it, it literally it's like as soon as i figure out kind of like the newest and hippest thing on instagram it all changes <laughs> that sounds like me but you're killing it on instagram and i love it that your page is just a page for just normal women like you're not like a like an instagram travel model you know with bikini pictures on boats everywhere Mm -hmm. or you know doing crazy stuff it's just real genuine relatable content and I think that's why people like you so much that is that is literally like I'm that is the sweetest compliment that is what I oh that's what I go for you know what I mean like I don't I don't claim to be anything that I'm not I I know that pictures of skinny blondes in you know the newest and greatest and latest clothing is probably going to get better engagement and I don't really care you know what I I think I I did stories a little while ago and I was like you know the hardest thing for me is that it looks from the outside looking in that I'm like a super confident person because I throw selfies of myself all over you know social media and that's not the case as much as it's just like self-acceptance whereas like you know if something doesn't get like the best engagement I just don't really care anymore (laughs) yeah I mean I care but it's not it doesn't it doesn't determine my self-worth. Like what I, what I put out there is what I feel is important at the time, what is on my mind. Um, and, and being relatable is honestly like, that's my biggest, my biggest goal. I just want to be like, you know, like the girl down the street that, you know, but have an Instagram page. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> well, you are doing exactly, you're just doing exactly that. I love it. When I came across it, I was like, yes, I have to have her on the show because you are exactly the kind of guest that I want to have. Somebody who's just simple, can have an easy conversation, is, you know, not trying to do anything crazy, just being a regular, relatable, but inspiring woman. Thank you so much. That honestly, like that means so much that people get what I'm 
out to do. You know what I mean? Like I, I just, I'm picking up what you're laying down. (laughs) I, I appreciate that. So sweet. You're welcome. So I saw on your form that you wanted to talk about some social media and kid trends that you just absolutely hate. (laughs) Please tell me what I'm in for in the future. Okay. Well, it is a lot of it is girl specific, but um, number one, I hate American girl, like as a brand, (laughs) I hate it. That is like an old brand. I remember getting an American girl dog doll when I was like four. It is like my life would be so much better if American girl wasn't in it because here's the thing. Like when you have girls, they end up, it's all the same toys that just end up going stages. So in the beginning it was Calico Critters. I don't know if you've heard of that brand, but it's just like little animals and they're little playhouses. And then they get, you know, when they're like six and six to eight ish, and the, the toys, it's all the same stuff. It's the car, it's the house, it's the boat, it's whatever, but it just gets bigger, right? And so then, so then you, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like you go from, it's like a franchise almost. And so then they graduate the Barbies to American Girl. Um, and again, so now I, it, it's just like exponentially bigger shit. That, excuse my French. That's all over my <laughs> And in the stuff, like they need every particular toy gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm like, when is this going to end? Like this stuff is overtaking my house. <laughs> well, I'm sure it also gets more and more and more expensive. Well, and that's the other reason I, you know, I was always the parent that would be like, okay, here's your American Girl doll. We're going to go buy the Target clothes. You know what I mean? Like, the, I don't know. I think it's like one generation or something <laughs> like that. I was like, we're going to buy like the Target clothes for your American Girl doll. Um, and, and I honestly, I run with um, more with the grandparents that like keep wanting to buy it when I tell them no. Uh, a little <laughs> bit of a sore subject because I'm just like, we don't need stuff all over my house anymore. It's like, I don't have room for it. Um, and they just keep buying it for birthdays and Christmas and everything. So, so that's one. Um, what's the other one? Uh, so for a while, my kids were on Jojo Siwa and I wanted to like, oh my God, it was like a constant headache. Like, Okay. Can we please talk about Jojo mm-hmm. Siwa? I, I had to take YouTube off of my son's tablet. I actually switched his tablet because he had the little kid Amazon tablet that just, but he kept buying like Jojo Siwa videos on Amazon Prime. And I'm like, okay, you have the to worst. Stop. He's the um, worst. <laughs> I don't really So I switched his tablet and I got him one that just like went on my T-Mobile phone plan because now that we live out in the middle of nowhere, we commute into cities more than we did before. Um so I got him one with data and then I had to literally just take YouTube off of the front screen. Yeah. Because he would watch these kids on YouTube and half of it, I would say like 20% is a little bit jealous. And then the rest of the 80% is just a little outraged because he's watching these kids, Ryan's Toy Review, Jojo Siwa, um, 
and he's watching like this other kid chin something or other. Mm-hmm. Um, and these parents are just sitting there recording their kids <laughs> doing all of this crap on the internet, which I'm a little irritated because they're making way more money than like way, way more money right? than I do. And I am a grown adult with, you know, who works right. really hard. Like, and kind of <laughs> so, like I'm a little frustrated and, and those, jealous. Those kids, it's like, what kind of conflicts are they, they going to have when they enter the real world and they think that they can just like, Open, like I mean, it's like influencing. But it's like I, I don't even know if they're gonna have to enter the real world because doesn't Ryan's toy review make like six billion dollars a don't year? Know, it, I mean, it's just so. And then like so with Joe, my girls are finally past that stage. But while we were in it, they were super into the bows and the bows, oh. the bows, Emma. They were twenty dollars at Claire's, like. In, in the height <laughs> of everything. So, like, they were blinged out. They were rhinestoned. I, for for $20, they should have, like, Swarovski crystals on them or something. I don't know, but it was, like, literally a hair bow. And so that was what my girls were on for a really long time. And, um, it, like, I think it was last year I went through all their stuff. And I was like, can I get rid of these bows? And they were like, yes. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, it hurt me to, like, give them away so much money on these stupid hair bows. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that is we are really passionate about living um a lower waste lifestyle we really enjoy being um sustainable and the more we get into it the more steps we're taking obviously I don't want people coming after me um you know we're not vegan and we're not like 100% perfect but we are taking steps in that direction And that's one of the things I love about having a boy because all I have to do is give him like a pile of dirt and a hot wheel and he's yeah, set give him a ball. And they, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Are you a pet owner like us? Or maybe you're soon to be adding a four-legged friend to your family this holiday season. Milo insisted on getting a dog. And once I saw Zeppelin, a chocolate golden doodle at an animal shelter, I knew she was the one for us. They instantly became best friends, and that's what inspired me to launch our canine supply shop, The Fetching Barker. The Fetching Barker has everything you need, from puppy essentials to all your I-have-to-have-this items that you can't just not add to your cart. We have a strong focus on eco-friendly and natural products, along with a wide range of trusted hemp and CBD treats, toys, salves, oils, and so much more. Visit thefetchingbarker.com today and remember that a portion of all proceeds go to support global conservation efforts to protect the planet our pets love. That's thefetchingbarker.com and feel free to go ahead and follow on Instagram at fetchingbarker. Like he plays more with this dog than he plays with any of his toys. So I'm like so lucky that I have a, yeah. a boy because I remember being a girl obviously because I'm a girl and um you know just the new everything for girls I feel like they have so much more in like the clothing department oh. but it's also kind of fast fashion yeah. stuff like it's stuff that goes out of style almost every yeah. season so like I would get these like jeans with like the little glittery stripes down the side when I was, yep. you know, growing up in the eighties, nineties. 
Um, and for one year, that was cool. And then the next year, they weren't. So we had to get rid of them and get new ones. And I feel like girl fashion, girl toys, the trends, they're always targeted towards girls and women, yep. but they're also super quick. Yep. Like for boys, it's like he, well, mostly he doesn't wear clothes because he's four and I can't keep yep. clothes on this kid to save my life. <laughs> yep. But like, it's just like a, a band t-shirt and a pair of joggers and he's like good to go. Well, I feel like with like the, but yeah, with the tweens right now, it's a lot of like, um, it's a lot of like nineties fashion back. Like they, they wear the crop tops, mom jeans. And my oldest in particular, um, I don't know, actually, I guess, because she, she was like literally dressed like a nun. Like she wants to be, she doesn't want anything showing, but the problem is like, that's not what's in style right now. So I can't, like, I don't know where she wants me to shop for her. Like, I don't know if I need to go to Talbot's if they have a kid section, but like, I can't find like. I mean, so what ends up happening is she ends up in like sweatshirts and leggings all the time, which is, I mean, it's easy. It's fine. It's what she's comfortable in. But I, a couple of times I've mentioned, I'm like, do you want to wear like any of this other stuff? And she's like, oh no. She's like, this shirt is too droopy or like, you know what I mean? Like she's real sensitive about showing it. Oh my God. I love her. I know, showing, she's, she's my spirit animal. Cleavage. Tell her to go to Ann Taylor and Ann Taylor Loft and shop in the petite section because oh, that's what we I'm 31 years old and she is like the same style that's as I, I, I Okay, <laughs> so she was, she just turned 12. So 11 years old for Christmas last year, I ended up buying her dress from Ann Taylor. And I love Loft too, um, but I ended up buying her dress from Ann Taylor Loft in like a double zero petite or something like that. And that's. Oh, cute. Because everything else was like like the skater style that was like really short and she or like has mesh on it or something she wanted like nothing to do with it so she's she's very conservative like to the point that I'm kind of like are you sure you don't want to wear something with a little midriff or anything and she's like no I'm like all right (laughs) I tried (laughs) well when she grows up and wants to be a boring accountant like me let me know I'll hire her (laughs) No, it's, it's it's so funny how it worked out because it's like I'm ha- I'm almost have the opposite problem that a lot of moms, you know, in my situation have. It's funny. Well, it was bad, too, because I remember my mom and I getting into like arguments when we would go like back to school yeah. shopping and I would just get, I've always suffered with anxiety. And so once I get so overwhelmed, I just shut down. And we, we would just like leave and we would get nothing accomplished because back then it was like stores like wet seal and things like that. So they were like, like the Britney Spears era was when I was like in middle school. So it was like really, really, really low cut jeans, crop tops. And I was like always a curvier person, not like thick or overweight, but like. I had boobs at a yep. young age. I had a bubble butt. So low rise jeans for me was just Absolutely. not working out. And <laughs> and I always had um like bigger thighs because I um it's just how my body is. I'm not a very tall yeah. person, 
So it like that kind of stuff I was just never comfortable in. My mom wasn't comfortable buying it, but there weren't a lot of options. So I would try to pick things out that I felt comfortable in, but they were things that she didn't want me to wear as a parent. So it was just like this whole thing because once you get rid of the trends, like the problem you're having, there's not very much yeah. left over because it was either like this extreme, um, just like streetwear, it was like low rise flared jeans with crop tops, or you just go to like, and I just, luckily I was like an emo kid in high school yeah. in middle school. So I just wore like band t-shirts and jeans and Converse yeah, and I, I mean, was good to go. She's, she's but... just like the athleisure girl. And I'm like, all right, whatever. It's comfortable and it's easy. And it, it, that's the thing. It's like, if you don't want to buy what's in what, like what's on trend, you really don't have anything else left that's offered. So bummer. <laughs> it does save me some money. I feel like it's. Oh, I'm, I'm sure because stuff nowadays goes in and out of fashion yeah. so quickly that like, and everything is so much more expensive now than it was, you know, yeah. when we were growing up, like I remember paying 12, 15 bucks for jeans. I went and bought jeans. Like I kind of gave them up cold Turkey after having my son. I basically just wear Zaya active oh leggings now. Um, I hear, but I was like, I need to, I, I need some jeans maybe in my life. So I went and bought jeans um, a couple months back. I spent $75 on each yeah. pair of jeans. I'm like, this is crazy. I must be out of the loop. But I feel like I'm experiencing inflation, like, firsthand. Because I'm like, has it been that long since I bought a pair of jeans? Like, why are they so expensive? It, it's so funny. Jeans are one of those things where it's like, I really do feel like sometimes if you invest in a good pair, it pays off, at you know, in the end. Um, but, I mean, I wear, I wear Old Navy jeans all the time, Target jeans all the time. And, you know, it, they don't always last as long, but... Uh, but you're right. Like it, back in the day, I remember the big thing was Jerbo jeans. Were you around for those? Oh, just the sound of that name. I hope. Oh not. gosh, they, they <laughs> were like these jeans that had. They were they were like a brand of jeans. I think they were like French or something, and they had like a little. It was like around the time when Guess was really big. Um, and they would have like okay. a little like white strip on the fly, like that was branding. It was all branding. And, um, they were just a pair of jeans. I, they were like, they were $90. I want to say like in the early nineties, which was, I mean, that's crazy. Like in the early nineties, that would be, yeah, that would oh, be like, a nothing was $90. That would be like a $200 <laughs> pair of jeans right now. Um, and that's what all the kids were wearing. And oh so I remember my mom would take me, my mom would not pay that kind of money. And so we, I would always be wearing the Jerbo Jacks and they, the ones that ended up at TJ Maxx were like the weird colored ones. Like people wore weird colored jeans in the nineties, but it was like, I had like bright teal Jerbo jeans or like bright purple Jerbo jeans. I never had like the normal <laughs> denim wash Jerbo jeans because I mine always had to come from TJ Maxx and so I always got like the sloppy seconds of the designer jeans that ended up there but yeah it's it it's funny how like those cycles go around and around and around 
Oh, I'm sure those are going to come back. I'm, I've noticed one of the trends that I've actually always loved were the really baggy jeans, like the like yeah. the man style jean, but with like a, I used to get a friend of mine who we were best friends growing up. She lived across the street from me and we would like share closets and our parents loved it because they would have to spend like half on back to school stuff because we would swap. And by the end of the year, we never wore the same outfit twice because we would, like, mix and match everything from our closets and, like, just jumble them all up together. But she – and I still buy these tank tops to this day. She went and got a – this just simple racer back tank top from Banana Republic. And it was the best tank top I think I've ever worn in my life. And I still buy them now. Um, but I paired just that racer back tank top, just a simple black tank top with those big baggy, like yeah. man yeah. style jeans. And that was my thing. Like that was my weekend outfit, like yeah. back in the day. And I'm noticing as I'm kind of exploring Instagram a little bit more, just seeing what's out there. I'm looking at accounts because that's how I mostly get my guests. As you know, I reach out to them on Instagram and I'm seeing totally. that that's coming back and it's really popular in the UK right now. And I am loving it. Or like, um, like sweatpants, like the big yep. comfy baggy sweatpants. It's all going back. Love it. Like, I, I love that that's coming back. Going back to the nineties the right now that, and like the combat boots, which I just did like a, I just did stories about that where I, I was like, I really want these combat boots, but I, I mean, I'm 40. Like I just, I don't think I can pull them off at this point. Um, I got like a similar pair of like more like moto style, but I really did like them. And I was like, this is, I definitely feel like the nineties trends are circling back around for sure. Have you noticed that we are rebranding over here at the mommy wines? We have a new logo, new segments coming soon. And of course, new merchandise. What better way to support the show than rocking your very own Mommy Wines podcast merch? Our new logo is presented on slouchy sweatshirts, tees, and tanks. We have items for men. We have items for babies. We have toddler stuff. We even have puppy hoodies for all the dogs out there listening. So make sure to head over to the Mommy Wines podcast merch store available at Teespring and themommywines.com under the shop page. If you don't see anything you just can't live without, then you can always support the show by clicking the support button on anchor.fm backslash mommy-wines. Support and merch is always linked in the show notes below. And I don't hate it. What I've been mixing is kind of, these are things that I also would never have worn when I was in my like early twenties or in high school, but I'm mixing like these almost combat hybrid of like hiking boots and I'm pairing them with like really tall socks. So like my socks show and they're all scrunchy. And then my, of course my like signature black leggings, cause that's all I wear leggings. And (laughs) and they're just so comfy and they're so cute and I don't feel weird about it because living out here in Nevada there's such an outdoor focus on lifestyle out here that like if I was back home in Cleveland people would maybe (laughs) look at me like "Mm, 
maybe she's like a little basic bitch or maybe she's like not from here but (laughs) out here in Nevada I'm like yes give me flannel give me leggings give me hiking boots all day long yeah that's awesome (laughs) they're so comfy but that is like a really they're my they're like a mild Mm -hmm. combat boot like not as extreme but still cute there you go try that one for <laughs> they're and they're all on sale right now at famous footwear i just oh, got an we email the other day we're right across the street from me and it it went out of business with the quarantine i don't know what exactly happened but i i hit that place up i think a lot of them are closing their doors oh, and okay. they're going online but i got some really good deals like when a famous footwear like- goes out of business definitely don't miss out because <laughs> i got I stocked up and I got, <laughs> I came home with like seven pairs of shoes and my husband was like, what did you do? And I'm like, don't worry. They were all like 15 bucks. <laughs> like, it's good. <laughs> They're so, I am amazed um, because before I moved out here, I lived out here before, like I had my son in Nevada and then I moved to Salt Lake City the past okay. two years and I just moved back. Um. But when I was in Salt Lake, I noticed that all around quarantine time, a lot of the stores were closing. Um, And I looked and I went on their website because I'm like, some of the stores I'm not familiar with because they're like Western (laughs) stores like Gordman's or I'm not familiar with. It's kind of like a a Gabriel Brothers, if you know what that is. If you have that in Michigan, it's kind of like a Gabriel Brothers okay. of like the West. Um, and then there's like Zoomies, Z U M I E Z S. I don't know. It's like a skateboarding okay. store. Uh, and there's like a bunch of stores, but they're all yeah, closing. And I like looked on their website, and their website's still right fine. Um, but I'm I'm an affiliate okay. for Famous Footwear. Kind of, not really. I used to have a blog before I started my podcast. So I still have, like, affiliate links for some stuff. And, like, I basically only use them when I shop through there. (laughs) But um, I reached out to the the marketing guy who is my contact for the affiliate link I have with Famous Footwear. And he said that they're limiting um, or just closing, like not very well performing locations because everyone is at home and they're all shopping online now. And they don't think that that's going to change in the future just because like, and we've talked about this a ton on the show is because I work remotely and I took my business remotely and I kind of share that with other moms and other women who Mm want to work remotely. Um, But even back in the day before I was just doing my own business full time. I was kind of in a situation where I was kind of seeing that kind of change. And now that Corona happened or the pandemic or whatever, I don't think a lot of companies are going to want to bring their employees back to an office just because I think they're seeing how much money they're saving on overhead costs. And there's just a better balance already, like you said, already there. And then with, the coronavirus it just sped everything up and I same same with you know online shopping and online retail I feel like that was the trend like even by us we would have um like Nordstrom locations that you could tell one of them around us would be like the big hub and then the other locations 
weren't well stocked and it was almost like they were just a freestanding store that was there for returns kind of thing. So yeah, I feel like that, I feel like that was definitely kind of like heading our way anyways. Um, But it's interesting. Yeah. I noticed that too. Like the Nord, the Nordstrom rack store that was by me in Salt Lake, it was basically Mm -hmm. just like a storage unit. (laughs) Like, it wasn't really, like, nobody ever, I don't think, shopped there unless they saw something when they were returning. But, like you were saying, but it was mostly, yeah, a lot of the retail stores just kind of, like, you could go in there and you could see that it was basically just like a. Yep. Yep. Just like like a storage unit. They had, like, one or two people. (laughs) I think um, retail in general and and is just going to be kind of shook for a while with all of this. I just, part of one of the things I really love about my account is I do, um, I like to share a lot of small businesses. I like to share a lot of local businesses. Um, so as much as I can, I try and, you know, I, I will do a ton of like free publicity for those types of places because I mean, at the end of the day, like those are the mom and pop stores that make your town, your town, you know, um, so I, I, oh, I love yeah. a good deal, but I also really, really love, you know, supporting whoever you've got as your neighbor. As many of you may know, I have over a decade of financial industry experience and financial wellness is such a passion of mine. Like many things in the world, finances tend to look a little bit different for women, even in today's generation. Weeble has simplified the stock market and investing game with an easy to navigate zero commission platform, free real-time quotes, multi-platform accessibility, and 24-7 online help along with extended trading hours. If you're looking to increase your financial portfolio, set up your retirement IRA, and start investing in yourself, click the link in the show notes below to receive two free stocks on me. So we do confess on this show I don't know if you booked, um, cause I ended up changing the, mm-hmm. writ, like the booking form, um, or if you've listened to previous episodes, but I do love a good I, confession. I have one for you. Um, so, so yes, I'm this excited. Is just a funny, it's just a funny story of like looking back, like what was I thinking kind of thing. Um, When I went to have my daughter's ear pierced, she was like right on the cusp of being potty trained. She was like 95% potty trained. And like at that point, it's just so freeing to not have to bring a diaper bag with you, like to not have to lug that thing with you everywhere you go. So anyways, we, we walked and, um, she, she was three years old. She wanted to get her ears pierced. And so I had her sitting on my lap. course she she was like in underwear she's 95% potty trained she peed her pants while the girl was like piercing her ears (laughs) like all like in the middle of the store like oh my god on me while she's sitting on my lap getting her ears pierced it was (gasps) I literally like looked at my husband and I was like oh my god she she peed all over me um but yeah I mean it, it's just like a funny story that I look back on now and I'm like, why did I think I could get away with that? You know what I mean? Like she was almost there, but not quite like in hindsight, I would have been like, Oh, let's just, you know, 
throw a diaper on you for this one little thing that we're going to do. But yeah, it was, it was funny. See, I get her (laughs) where she's coming from because I'm 31. And if somebody were to try to pierce my ears, I would probably either pass out or pee my pants. Um, Because I'm a big baby like that. That's how I roll. Um, But then also, why don't they ever put Claire's either A, near a restroom? They're always, or by an exit door, they're always in the middle of the mall. Like, always. Find the most middle part of the mall. That's where Claire's is going to be. And it's, like, why don't they put the kids' stores near a bathroom or an exit? I bet you had to walk. I, I mean, All I love Claire's as a wall. kid, but, like, as a parent, I, I hate Claire's, too. Like, I don't ever leave that store without spending $40 on complete junk, like, plastic junk that never lasts. <laughs> it's, like, and the only thing they're good for is ear piercing, and I somehow messed that up, too, so. <sighs> <laughs> well, I love your oh, Instagram you. and following you on social media. You are probably one of the most just real and relatable and normal people. <laughs> I follow some accounts just because they're funny. they're crazy and goofy and funny. But I love yours just because it's just relatable and normal and has just good content. So tell everybody who's listening um you can where find they me. can follow along too. My handle is at pout n powder, not and it's an N. I had to change that because someone else had that hashtag. Um so yeah, that's where you can find me. And I've got a blog and everything too, but um, Instagram is my main social media focus. Well, cool. Yeah, everybody go follow along. And it was great having thank you, you on for the having show me, today. Emma, Thank you so time. much for being my guest. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mommy Wines Podcast. Make sure to leave a rating and review. To support the show you love, check out the exclusive branded merchandise on themommywines.com. For extra sassy, honest, and potentially controversial content, make sure to join me over on the Mommy Wines Patreon. Also, don't forget to check out the other shows on the MW Network. If you love scary stories and true crime, you'll love Tales After Dark. More shows are coming soon, so make sure to stay connected on social at Mommy Wines Podcast. And until next Wine Wednesday, mamas, parent and drink responsibly.